This city is a dumb and blinded thing. A circus of beasts in wool hats and waistcoats, pretending at a superiority afforded them by the fiction that all is as it seems. Such it is, and such it always shall be. But not here. Not in the fourth component of the opening act of Quinn's Mechanism. we go. Oh, should I not have started the tape yet? It's fine. Thank you again for agreeing to assist me on such short notice, Miss Nolan. It's my pleasure, Professor Lesnar. I'm just glad Mrs. O'Keefe could spare me. Um, I wanted to ask, is Quinn alright? McDunn is unwell and resting at home. Uh, If I can, I'd like to visit them. When I see them next... I'll be sure to pass along your concerns. Oh. Um. Thank you, Professor. It's just that the last few times I saw them, they were acting strange, so I was worried something may have happened. Is that so? I think I mentioned that they asked me about some kind of, um, machine they thought may have come in with the books. Huh. <sighs> And then when I saw them leaving campus yesterday, they reacted as though they were expecting me to attack them. They seem frightened? I guess so, or maybe... Maybe not frightened so much as... tense? I see. You said they're ill. They are unwell. May I ask what their illness is? You may not, Miss Nolan. Oh. The volume in front of you is available to us on loan from a private donor, so I ask that you handle it with care. This is the book Quinn was reading. (laughs) Yes, this is the book they were reading. Professor? Yes? Uh, Um, where are Quinn's notes? I can't continue from where they left off if I don't know what they've already covered. (sighs) Very little progress was made in examining the contents of this volume. I would advise you to simply start from the beginning, Miss Nolan. What? But the first time I saw them in here with it was over a week ago. I am aware. When I say very little progress was made, I am being very generous. The last page they read was, if I am remembering correctly, page five. (laughs) Let me reiterate how truly grateful I am for your assistance, Miss Nolan. Page five? Yes. Is Quinn okay? I... I don't know, Miss Nolan. I say this only because I know you to be a young woman of excellent character and discretion. McDunn has always struggled with the work to some degree, which is why I had not initially noticed that they had become rather unwell. Oh. 
Yes. Do you think they'll be coming back? I don't know. You are familiar with the protocol for research documentation done in audio format, correct? Yes, of course. Excellent. Is there anything else you need from me before I leave you to it? Mm, no. If there are no supplementary research notes to reference, I'm just starting over from scratch, right? Yes. Then, no, I'm fine. I don't need anything. If at any point you do, don't hesitate to ask. Thank you, Professor. This is Deakin University Library Archival Assistant, Samantha Nolan, operating with the permission of head librarian Shauna O'Keefe as temporary research assistant to Professor Hope Lesnar. The volume being documented is a hardbound octavo with pale brown leather binding and decorative embossing on the cover and spine. Apart from the number two on the spine, the embossing does not feature any text. Instead, the cover and spine are decorated with an image of a hand holding an eye between its thumb and index fingers. On the cover, there's a hole where the pupil of the eye should be. It's important to note this book was already damaged when received. At some point prior to being loaned to the university, this volume was pierced from cover to cover. The contents are damaged but still readable, and the damage is consistent through the volume. Each features a puncture in the center of the page. For the sake of efficiency, I will not be detailing the damage to each page read unless there is an unrelated stain or tear. The first two fly leaves are blank. The first page features an illustration. It appears to be an imitation of the image on the cover, but the hand is empty and the palm is visible. Huh. There's the girdle of Venus and the heart line, the lines of life and fate. This is really detailed. This illustration resembles examples I've seen in both anatomical textbooks and books on palmistry, but Without text or labeling lines, it's difficult to tell whether it's supposed to be invoking an association with superstition or science. The second page features a repeat of the image on the first, this time with the addition of a labeling line. The line seems to indicate the second knuckle of the little finger of the hand. Because of the hand position, it's a little hard to tell. And the labeling text is the word Halcyon? Oh. There's a... About a third of the way down the reverse of the second page. The words published in have been printed in a continuous sequence. The text line wraps into the binding and extends onto the third page. That's a neat trick. The third page also has additional text beginning below the abnormal text line. 
the additional third page text reads, It is not the hope to be, but the act of being. Being is the thing which transforms the act of making into the act of having been made. Once a thing begins to be, it is made permanent and can thus be had, whereas the thing that has not yet begun to be cannot be had, for it is not yet permanent. This is the only truth, that which cannot be described cannot be laid claim to. Be it river or inkwell, both bed and bottle can only run dry when their potential is tapped and redirected to water the fields of creation. Like tears wept for mourning, the ink dries and leaves behind it all potential for change. Every letter means to stand to order, and order the death of all dreams. Huh. Um, my assessment of this text thus far is... Hmm. While the language is a little convoluted, this passage seems to be a protest against um, narrative conformity and the sale of ideas. The fourth page is blank. There's text on the reverse of the fourth page. The fourth page reverse text reads, Sweet and false is that halcyon of ordered memory. I don't think I know what that's supposed to mean. There is text on the fifth page. The fifth page text reads, They have tried to order the making without having it be made, and in doing so the... The unmaking instead unmakes those orderly minds which try to make sense of it. <sighs> they are robed in orderly, and they are unmaking you. They are unmaking you so they may know how you are made. If you hear the wails, let them then make way to singing. In the place of endless dreaming, you may hear the choir... What? Oh god! Oh no! My nose is bleeding! I'm so sorry, Professor, there's blood on the book! Should I burn this? I could just burn this. Quinn? I could just burn. Is that... coming from the recorder? That's not... That's not how... That's not how that's supposed to work. Is this a prank? Hello? Hello? I need to get out of here. This isn't funny! Ah! Oh god, my head!
What? Uh, where am I? Matthew, where are you? Johnny. Johnny, did... Where am I? What? Oh, God, no. No, not again. No, no! Oh. Seems you finally shuffled off this mortal coil. Wonderful. A blank canvas. Now let's resume our discussion. I can't. I'm sorry, Professor. I can't. I hope you're satisfied, August. <laughs>